It is Wednesday, November 8th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. No change in the college football playoff rankings. And some quarterback news around the NFL. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Top four in the college football playoff rankings. No movement. Kyler Murray activated off the pup list. Expected to start this weekend. And the Rams uh, have gainfully employed Carson Wentz. Who would have thought? What is the Vegas lead here, Scott? Well, AJ, you're missing the biggest story of them all. And that is the San Jose Sharks have won their first game of the season. No more winless teams in the NHL. The Sharks did not set the record for futility. They just matched it. And I am no longer unbeaten in hockey. Yeah, I lost that one, too. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it happens. Bet against it until it happens. No, that's not the Vegas lead. We'll get into the NHL. But let's talk about the quarterback news around the NFL. Yes, the Rams signing Carson Wentz is interesting because it tells us about Matthew Stafford's health. First off, they released Brett Rippon. So, like, they're done with him. He Brett was Rippen, bad. He was bad. One and done. And this is a guy who's got, all, he's got plenty of experience, but like 46%. Uh, 130 yards, mm-hmm. like he he was just awful, and it reminded me of the same Brett Rippon that got benched when he was in college, like at Boise. Like it's well, you're, if you're a backup quarterback in college, probably not long for the NFL. And again, I'd seen him be better in the past. This was just an embarrassing performance, and the Rams probably looked at their roster and said, "We're healthy right now, besides quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do." And let's let's make an investment in this thing, and that way, if Stafford goes down, we've, we're at least giving ourselves a puncher's chance. Who knows if Carson Wentz is going to be good Carson Wentz or bad Carson Wentz? I would say bad Carson Wentz is more likely, but bad Carson Wentz is going to be better than what Brett Rippon was. Bad Carson Wentz is better than Tommy DeVito is better oh, than yeah. Zach Wilson is better than a lot of quarterback options around the NFL, but. I guess he decided that L.A. was the better fit for him. Well, I, I listen. Or I maybe think those other teams didn't pick up the phone. That's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. like, I would imagine the Jets are probably the, the place for Carson Wentz. If you say, hey, we're signing you for the rest of the season. Where do you want to be with the Rams or the Jets? I would think the Jets is the The Jets have spot. their own their own issues. Uh, <laughs> they're sticking with Zach Wilson. They're not activating uh, uh, Trevor Simeon, who they signed. So it's 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 – don't even get me started. Sorry. Uh, thank you. So, and oh, and there was a former Colt quarterback that was just just signed by the New York Giants, Philip Rivers. Jacob Eason oh. is now on their practice <laughs> squad. But yeah, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan is in L.A. And I, I would not be shocked if we see Carson Wentz appear sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, who knows how long? I mean, they've got to buy this week, mm-hmm. which is it's the ideal time to bring in this guy. Uh, that way, he's got two weeks to learn things and if you don't need him awesome because it means Matt Stafford has gotten healthy enough to 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 go uh last we saw Carson Wentz wasn't great uh he was 11 touchdowns to nine picks 62 percent passer his QBR last year 34 that's it's not very good 
Um, and that was in, what, eight games? So, again, he's at this point, he's not much more than a backup quarterback, but he's a backup quarterback with some upside at least. And you feel like, you know, if, if this guy can get involved in the system, maybe you, maybe he can get you through a stretch where you don't have Matt Stafford and, and give this Rams team, which, you know, uh, up until the Stafford injury felt like, they had a chance. Yeah. Now it feels like, oh, it's, it's a real uphill climb, but that means there's still some sort of hope. And you come out of the bye, and you, if, you, if you can somehow beat the Seahawks, uh, which you typically do, McVay seems to own that team, if you can beat the Seahawks and then you beat the Cardinals, now all of a sudden you're 5-6, and six and who knows what happens. And uh, it's, it's good to have some insurance because Brett Rippon clearly just wasn't the answer. Well, speaking of those Cardinals, they will host the Falcons this weekend. They are still one-point dogs at home. Will Kyler Murray be the starting quarterback this weekend for Arizona? I think that's the biggest question because they've activated him off the pup list, and they're already talking about what they expect from him on the field. They're saying he's going to ramp up and take first-team reps this week, and barring any setbacks, he's going to be the guy. Yeah, it seems to me like he's he's going to play. And, barring um, any setbacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on top of that, the the Cardinals are also hoping that the the practice window for James Conner is going to get opened up. So, uh, a couple the Cardinals are getting some reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Some of their key guys look like they're maybe on their way back. Uh, Kyler Murray gives this team a chance because even a team as devoid of talent as these Arizona Cardinals, if there's anybody who can go out there and and make something out of nothing and and run around and schoolyard it up and, yeah. and actually make some plays, it's Kyler Murray. Which we saw that from Josh Dobbs. And yeah, although but Kyler Murray's just like a a, a much better version yeah. of that. So, um, and as far as his health and what they're expecting from him, Drew Pedsing said, "quote He's healthy. He's ready to go, and we will put him in position to be successful." And they're saying look, there's no limitations on on his running. Great. They expect him to run. So this is great news for the Cardinals and. The fact that you know the line is where it is mm-hmm. it tells me that the market's excited to see this too. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see it for sure. A um, couple other nuggets around the NFL. Jamar Chase is back. Could be an issue. He might not play this week for the Cincinnati Bengals. There, remember, he hurt his back in in the game last week, and he had the heating pad on it. Came back in the game. I don't think the Bengals need him against the Houston Texans. They're seven point favorites over the yeah. Texans. But it's a big loss if oh, no he's out, and and maybe the Texans can pull an upset over everyone's darlings now in the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, C.J. Stroud is doing some some amazing things, mm-hmm. and if you uh, it, uh, any given day, these these Texans seem like a team who can jump up and bite somebody. So you want to be, if, I think you'd want to take this team seriously because clearly they're fighting. Remind me a little bit of the Lions a couple of years ago, like it, when you could tell it, it's going to take a while, but they're they looks like they're going to figure it out. And that's what this Texans team feels like right now. It's They're not there yet, but they're going to figure it out. And former Steelers wide receiver Martavis Bryant, who most recently played for the XFL's Vegas Vipers, has recently been reinstated by the NFL. He's been out for multiple suspensions, violating the substance abuse policy. Last played in 2018. He has signed with the Dallas Cowboys on their practice squad. All right. Go Vipers. We'll see if uh, he gets some active <laughs> duty. And I think that the 
the story that comes as no surprise to anybody, Mike Vrabel says that Will Levis is the starter moving forward. Uh, yeah, the Titans. that was the most obvious news of the day. <laughs> you like, think? you got to get this guy out here. you got to give him a chance. You think? Well, Thursday Night Football will kick off week uh, 10, and it's the Panthers at the Bears. We will go over that game tomorrow morning. We have the Dream Preview recording tonight, and so we'll come up with the same game parlay, although – uh, it's hard with two, these two bad teams, but we'll try and come up with something uh, later on tonight and have out for you tomorrow morning. Three games in college football last night. We had the Maction in full effect, and I'm not going to say they were good games, but they were college football games. Ball State, 2017 winners at Northern Illinois. They win outright as 10-point underdogs. Yeah, wow. Uh, it, this was Rocky Lombardi's just so bad. And somebody sent us a, a text or a, a tweet saying how he's point shaving. Point yeah. shaving. No, that's just that's what he <laughs> is. That that's Rocky. There's a reason like he's been there for 18 years because he's got nowhere else to go. Like he just keeps showing up and they're like, oh, all right, come on in. Uh, Western Western Michigan gets a win and cover over Central Michigan, 38 to 28, and Ohio one looking good for him, but they got the job done, 20 to 10. Uh, they score 20 points in the second half after scoring zero in the first half and cover the seven point spread. Got some more Maction headed your way tonight. Ak- the the dreads of the of the Mac are playing tonight. Akron plus 17 and a half at mm-hmm. Miami of Ohio. Uh Bowling Green is minus nine and a half at Kent State and Eastern Michigan plus 17 and a half at Toledo. Eastern Michigan's offense is so bad. They are, they're just dreadful. Kent State might be the worst team in the country. Uh, it, there's going to be some really bad football tonight. But we've got football on Wednesday night, Scott. Yes. And that's all exactly. that really matters. Uh, the college football playoff rankings, the second edition, came out last night. And there was no change in the top eight of the rankings. The only change was uh, at number nine, obviously, we had a team you know, drop out. In um, Oklahoma, losing. And so we had number nine is now Ole Miss, and number 10 is now Penn State. Yeah, top eight stayed exactly the same uh, with Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, the five unbeatens at the top. Oregon, Texas, Alabama uh, all remain the same. Ole Miss, Penn State, Louisville all jumped spot with Oklahoma falling down. And, of course, Mizzou fell out of the, uh, the top 12 as well with their loss. A lot of stuff going on with Michigan and with this whole Connor Stallions situation. This is not a, an ideal thing. and I, This isn't an ideal story for a team with national championship aspirations to be dealing with this season. And now it's like they're trying to come out with their own uh, accusations to take the pressure off of them. So they're like, oh, other schools are giving out our signals. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's a lot going on off the field with Michigan. And when they have to go to Happy Valley this weekend to play against Penn State, it can only be viewed as a distraction, AJ. Yeah, and the Big Ten coming out and saying that, you know, there there, there could be discipline coming. That's a concern. And uh, it could be as much as a suspension for Harbaugh. That's a concern when you've got the, the first team you've played that's worth a damn on deck. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want to hear is, well, you might not have your coach this week. So, um, I just think it's hilarious that the, the whole story is about Michigan stealing signs and you know illegally scouting teams, and so they send 
the Big Ten documents that says that Rutgers, Ohio State, and Purdue all engaged in communication about their signals. It's like when, um, you know, the teacher calls you into the office because uh, the principal calls you in because you did something wrong. You broke the rules, right? You, you, you know, you, you ran in the hallways. You were late to class, whatever. And the first thing you say is, oh, well, Scott's did it too. <laughs> it's like It's like that's what – that's Michigan's defense here. Yeah, is to call out other schools for doing things. So uh, it, this is this is not an uh, not an ideal situation for Michigan to be dealing with right now. And Michigan's in like a weird role where now they're looked at as kind of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it, it's been Nick Saban's job for so long to be the uh, the hated coach. Like I, I don't know who's got a higher uh, Q rating right now, but I think it might be Nick Saban. Might be looked at as a, if it came down to Alabama and Michigan, the casual fans might be cheering for yeah. Alabama. Maybe he may be a sympathetic figure at this point, which is pretty wild. Uh, but this is a, it's there's certainly a lot going on with Michigan. I don't know when this is going to be shaken out. Uh, it seems like the the chaotic thing to happen would be they wait right until. Uh, Right until college football playoffs about to start and say, yeah, Michigan, you're out. Like I, I could see something crazy like that happening and then madness going on. But this is a uh, it's a it's a pretty rough situation. It looks like for Michigan. I don't think they're getting out of this scot free. Boy, could you imagine a situation where Michigan is on the border of the college football playoff? Like they are one of the one loss teams and their only loss is to Ohio State, let's say. Right. And so Ohio State's in. uh um Mallard, let's 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 do this. Let's let's create chaos here. <laughs> Ohio State's in, okay. Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay. Florida State runs the table there. So Ohio State, Florida State, and we'll say Oregon beats Washington runs the table. So two teams are in undefeated: Ohio State and Florida uh, State. and Florida State. Now you got one loss Pac-12 champ Oregon. You have one loss SEC champ Alabama, one loss non-conference champ Georgia, one loss non-conference champ Michigan. One loss conference champ Texas, a possibility too. Forget about the (laughs) Big big 12 is relevant. I I, I don't think it is. I mean, listen. Uh, For this discussion, the Big 12 is relevant. Boy, what would they do in that situation? Uh, I mean, and that's why I I think saying the Big 12 is irrelevant, what doesn't work there, because, like, they're going to look at the conference champions Better discussion. Better discussion. It comes down to the final spot between one loss Georgia and one loss Michigan, both non-conference champions. (sighs) Both of them lost. It's it's Georgia. Both of them lost the most recent game that they played. It's Georgia. Georgia would be the team that got in. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. It comes down to because Georgia would have lost a, a championship game, yes, which would have been to Alabama. If you say Michigan, the last game they lost was the last game they played. That means they Ohio lost State. to like Iowa. No, 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 they lost to Ohio State. No, they would lose to a big uh, in the Big Ten championship. Oh no, no, I'm saying no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm saying Michigan loses to Ohio State doesn't play for their conference championship. Okay. Um, yeah, it would I, still be Georgia. Then it would be Georgia who played for their championship. Played for least. the championship, yeah, at, least. at least won their division, and plus like. I don't think the NCAA is looking for this. I don't think this committee's looking for this. Like no. they don't like this drama. Boy, Michigan's gonna get left out. I'm telling you. Oh, they got to run the table. Yeah, and they got to they got to put the pressure on them. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore. 
your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time. For no additional charge, find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1. Because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality. And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. No games in the NBA last night. The league off for election day. Congratulations if you won your election. Uh, sorry if you lost. Sorry if you lost. Yeah, but you know sometimes the concession speeches, those are those are nice. You know, uh, a couple of stories in the NBA. We have uh, Mason Plumley of the Clippers is dealing with a left knee MCL sprain. We also know that the Hornets, uh, Terry Rogier, Scary Terry, is going to be out at least the next two games dealing with a groin injury. So there's some injury updates around the NBA. We have a full slate of action here on this Wednesday evening, AJ. Yeah, let's take a look at the DraftKings Sportsbook, give you all the rundown. The Boston Celtics were dominating this year. They they, they face a, a tough opponent, maybe the toughest one they face this season. They are two-and-a-half-point road favorites at Philly, total of 228. Uh, interesting to see what gives in this one. The Jazz, plus six-and-a-half at Indiana. The Wizards, two-and-a-half-point dogs at Charlotte. The Spurs, who have surprised some teams so far this season, Phoenix, will they surprise Scott's Knicks? Plus nine, San Antonio at New York. The Clippers, minus four and a half at Brooklyn. The Lakers, banged up Lakers. Who knows what the uh, what players are going to play, but a very short spread, so you assume there's some bodies out uh, with the Lakers minus two and a half at Houston today. The Pistons, 12-point dogs at the Bucks. Pelicans, Catching seven and a half at Minnesota. The Phoenix Suns, Sands, Devin Booker, one point dogs at the Chicago Bulls. Miami Heat, minus one and a half at the Grizzlies. The Cavs, minus two and a half at OKC. 
Toronto Raptors plus five and a half at Dallas. Golden State catching three and a half at the defending champion Denver Nuggets. And the Portland Trailblazers, seven and a half point dogs at Sacramento. Boy, that's a great game, Warriors and Nuggets. That's a nationally televised game on ESPN tonight. You have the seven and one Nuggets, the six and two Warriors. Five and one on the road, the Warriors. That's the big thing, right? Is that they're doing it so, uh, they're doing it on the road, and Steph Curry is off to an MVP start to the season. We talked with. McKenzie uh, yesterday, and he said 10 to 1, Steph Curry to win the MVP is the best value on the board right now. So if they can win this game against the Nuggets, I think it sets up the Warriors for a little bit of a, a run here. And the other game that I'm interested in is do I want to fade the Clippers at the Brooklyn Nets? You know, we talked about maybe early is the time to fade this Clippers team when they have to take time to gel. And clearly, it did not look good against the Knicks uh, in the first game of the James Harden era. Or James Harden regime. I guess he's not ruling it, so we'll call it an era (laughs) for the Clippers. Drop the confetti from the rafters, AJ. I don't want to celebrate, The San Jose Sharks have finally won a hockey game, and we knew this was going to be the one. I knew and I still bet against them because it's like, how do you not ride the streak, right? They were 0-10-1, and they were 1-10 on the puck line, and you were getting plus money on the puck line with the Flyers. But when you and I talked about this a couple of days ago, it's like, oh, well, when are they going to get their first win? It's like, yeah, they're going to beat the Flyers because the Flyers stink. And you know what? Sharks beat the Flyers last night. 2-1. 2-1. They jumped out to a one nothing lead in the first period. They added a goal in the second period. Flyers scored late in the second to make it 2-1. And then uh, no insurance, no tying goal, no nothing. Nothing. Nothing as the Sharks off the schneid, and they pick up their first win. Congratulations. Now we naturally look to fade them in the next game, right? You have to. And it's probably going to be costly. But like there's there's no way this team wins two in a row, right? It seems... They're home against the Oilers tomorrow on Thursday. So, like, there's no, there's no way, right? No. They, well, they can't do that. Congratulations to the Sharks for winning their first game now. 1-10-1 on this season. Elsewhere last night, the Penguins beat the Ducks 2-0. This was a hard-fought game. Uh, I, I, I played the Ducks as a plus-160 underdog, and this was one nothing early, and it was one nothing until the final minute and when the Penguins put in an empty netter. This, the Ducks are playing hard this year. They're 7-5. and five. Uh, They just had their six-game winning streak snapped, but they're going to be a fun team to watch this season, a team that was so bad last year. They are playing hard early on this year. Avs beat the Devils 6-3. No Jack Hughes. We knew it was going to be a tough go for the Devils. Coyotes a 4-3 win over the Kraken. It seems like whenever those two teams play, it goes over. Flames beat the Predators 4-2. Not a good dog of the day for your uh, Nashville Predators. The Jets a 5-2 win over the Blues. Rangers, will you back them after their first, uh, after their the loss that snapped the winning streak? We backed the Rangers to bounce back, and they did with a 5-3 win over the Red Wings. This was a 5-0 game, though, and Detroit scored three goals in the third period. Detroit is the top-scoring third-period team in the NHL, so they're never out of games. Uh, And the Rangers certainly can take a lesson from allowing three unanswered goals in the third period. Wild beat the Islanders 4-2. Sabres uh, and Hurricanes played into overtime. Carolina got the 3-2 win there. And the Lightning, a 5-3 win 
over the Canadiens. Tonight, just the three-game schedule. Senators at the Maple Leafs. Toronto's minus 175. Total of 6.5 in that one. And then a TNT doubleheader. Panthers at the Capitals. Florida minus 140 with a total of 6.5. And And your Vegas Golden Knights. VGK. VGK. Will look to bounce back from their first loss of the season in regulation. Yeah. Their first regulation loss of the season as they host the LA Kings VGK minus 130, total of six and a half. Kansas basketball coach Bill Self, now the highest paid coach in college basketball history. We've got their NCAA enforcement case in the rearview mirror, and now they can say, Let's fix up uh, old Bill's contract here, a lifetime contract that he's got on a five year rolling term. Gives him a substantial pay raise. He has now doubled his base salary, which is $13.7 million this season, including a million-dollar signing bonus. If he coaches for the next five years, he will earn $113 million with the possibility to make even more with performance bonuses. If he's still the coach on March 31st of 2028, he gets a $5 million retention bonus it's good to be in the bill self business right now uh obviously he's had plenty of success while he's at kansas but now uh this is a this is a it's a coach that they want for good uh obviously but i think once they dodged all the penalties that would have made things troublesome uh they said okay let's go ahead and lock this guy up again and you know they got the best transfer in the country this year in hunter dickinson and they are, they're going to make some noise again. So A lot easier to announce this in the post-NIL era. No doubt. <laughs> there were two games last night in the top 25. Uh, number eight, Creighton, looked like a, one of the top 10 teams in the country. Mm-hmm. 105-54 thrashing they were 30, Florida A&M. They were 36-point favorites, I think it was. Yeah. yeah they, they, they covered. covered. Yeah. That's a cover. Uh, Baylor, 88-82 winners against Auburn. Uh, there were some questions about who was going to be playing for the Auburn, Auburn Tigers last night. But, I mean, for the most part, uh, they they were out there. They were playing. Uh, Broom was playing. Holloway was playing. These guys were on the floor. Uh, neither one of them particularly effective, but a good win for the Baylor Bears. One team who did not have a great night was Vanderbilt. And I don't know. Vanderbilt's expectations are modest, but – they were expected to beat Presbyterian. They did not. 68-62, the Blue Hose take down the Commodore. Blue what? The Blue Hose. You can't say that. Why not? I mean, they're nice ladies. <laughs> well, yeah. Vanderbilt, 16-and-a-half-point favorites. And, um, yeah, they lose outright in this one. Not a great look. Uh, is I don't know. I mean, Stackhouse has got to be feeling some pressure. Like it's it, people are like, oh, he's going in the right direction, and then you start off something like this. Not an ideal start uh, for the season for Vanderbilt. In action tonight, light schedule, I would say uh, tonight. But you know, we, we take what we can get at this point. Florida Atlantic, the only top twenty-five team in action. They are minus five and a half. At Loyola, Chicago, 
I'll be well, honest. It's not, it's not a it's not a home game for Loyola though. Right. It's, it's in Chicago. It's not at their arena. It's at it's at DePaul's arena, but it's still a home game because it's in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually like Loyola catching this many points. I, I think this is too many points. So. Uh, that's the way I would lean. I know Florida Atlantic, the darlings of last year, everybody's looking to bet on them. Uh, I'm not so sure in this situation that I would be looking to back them here. Loyola's still a pretty solid roster, five and a half, a lot of points, for, considering, like I said, they're going to have a pretty nice home home crowd edge. Yeah, this is the uh, Barstool Sports Invitational, by the way. So it's Florida Atlantic and Loyola, and the second game is going to be uh, Arizona State and Mississippi State. The two games being played at the Trust Arena there in Chicago. Yeah, and these games are on Barstool TV, um, which... It's a thing. Yeah, I don't have it. Do you have it? No. Well, all right. TikTok? Um, maybe. In uh, the other game, Mississippi State is going to be without their all-SEC forward Tolu Smith. He is the leading scorer on their roster. Uh, Keyshawn Murphy is going to be out as well. They are they're apparently uh, already beat up, so not an ideal start. And I don't know, without, without him on the floor, I don't know that you can get four and a half, five points difference between these two teams, so I would lean Arizona State here as well. More entertaining the product on the court or the announcing of uh, Portnoy and Big Cat off the court? I'm guessing it'll be the announcing. I'm guessing. <laughs> well, we don't know about that, but what we do know is that you can go to pregame.com and save some money. In fact, here's what we're going to do for you. Because you are a loyal listener of Straight Out of Vegas AM and you wake up early and, and listen to us each and every morning, we're going to give you a free best bet at pregame.com. And how do we do that? Well, use the promo code COFFEE25. Coffee 25 is going to get you $25 off of anything you like at pregame.com. And since most daily best bets are priced at $25 or below, that $25 is a free best bet for you. That's a three-star best bet for free at pregame.com. Or you can use that $25 to maybe get a, a, a card, you know, a Saturday card or something, you know, some ha- some some. Pros on pregame.com, they post things for $25 that are more than one pick. You can get it for free. Free $25 to use at pregame.com if you use the promo code COFFEE25. For AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Seidenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. Hey, yeah.